Welcome to Student Success Stories, the podcast where we spotlight academic excellence at Baylor. I'm your host, Carol Croson. Today, we're visiting with Caroline Tinker, a junior from Houston who is a math major in a Spanish minor. Caroline shares lots of great tips with us, especially about the importance of community, and be sure to listen to the end where she shares her keys to math success specifically. I hope you'll find a lot to take away from this episode. Hi, Caroline. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. If you don't mind, maybe take a minute and introduce yourself to our audience and share where you're from and what brought you to Baylor. Hi, so I am actually from Houston, Texas. Um, My mom went to Baylor um, for her undergraduate uh, courses and ever since I found out that she went to Baylor, I think I was like four years old. I'm like, mom, I want to go to Baylor. So I actually toured Baylor campus for the first time my sophomore year in high school and I immediately fell in love. And I'm like, this is definitely where I'm going to be. So (laughs) that's pretty much what drew me to Baylor. Great. We're so glad you're here. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about what you're studying while you're here? Yes, so I am a jun- I'm about to start my junior year as a mathematics major with a Spanish minor. Oh, wow. Great. What drew you to study those areas? So I've been taking, uh, for my Spanish minor, I've been taking Spanish since I was about six years old, and I have fallen in love with the language, and it is really a great way to um, be able to see a whole different culture that is expressed throughout the world, and I just love that aspect of Spanish. And for math, well, (laughs) I just always loved math since about seventh grade, but before that, I actually hated it until I started pre-algebra, but after that, I just love how um, it just relates to the world around us and the way that we can see things in a different way. So I just really love math. <laughs> Great. Well, that's wonderful. Can you share with us maybe some study strategies that you found to be useful as you worked through your courses here? Yeah, so one of the things that is really important is to take really good notes during class and during the lectures. Um, And from those notes, uh, it's also, if it's in a fast paced lecture where a professor moves through the slides pretty fast, it's really good to have a support system with other friends in your class. That way you can pick up different parts that you might have missed. Another thing is that I like to do is when I get back to um, my home after the end of the school day, I like to read through my notes and then type up a summary of the notes. And through that summary, I'm not only um, just reviewing the notes, but I'm also trying to understand it on a better level. That way I can simplify it and be able to remember it better for later times. Awesome. That's great. But it sounds like you're even putting them in your own words. Yes. <laughs> Is another helpful thing. Good. Do you have a typical study routine that you follow day to day? 
Yes. So freshman year, fall semester, I was able to go to an academic mentor in the Success Center, and um, we were able to set up a study schedule, like lay out all the times for my classes, when I get up, when I have schedule in times for meals, and every all the other events that I have going on, and be able to set up specific times to study for different classes. And having that laid out, like having a specific study schedule really helps to keep you on track and it helps you to stay organized as well. Right. So is that something you kind of create every semester? Yes, I do. Good deal. That makes a difference to to see when those key study times are going to be as well as your classes and mm -hmm. meetings and all those things that pop up. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Do you find that there's a morning routine that you walk through before class that helps set you up for the day? Um, I personally am not a morning person, uh -huh. so it's kind of hard to get ready to go in the morning. Uh -huh. but one thing that I really like to do if I have a quiz or a presentation or an exam later that day, mm -hmm. I like to get up an hour earlier so that I can review over my study guides that I have made just to keep the main points in my brain so that I will have like a fresh start going into um, whatever is going on that day. Um, but I really like to just review my notes and make sure that I have um, everything that I need for that day packed in my backpack. Great. So you start the day feeling prepared. That sounds good. Are there any places on campus that you especially like to go for study? Yes. So I personally, my favorite spot on campus to study would have to be the Sid Richardson building. Um, as a math major, I really need to have a lot of whiteboard space to write out all the problems and do the proofs that I need to do. And Sid Richardson definitely provides a great quiet environment with tons of whiteboards. That, and that's a really great um, environment to study in. Another place is Moody. Um, if I need a caffeine boost, I like yeah. to books there and study there so that's also a great place if you want to do group studying um movie is definitely a great place so, yeah great and it's close to sid bridge so that's yes. nice <laughs> Not too far away are there any spots off campus where you like to go to study Yes, I really like to go to Dichotomy Coffee in um, downtown Waco. I really like to study on their loft, um, which is uh, on the roof of the building. And it's a really great way to get some fresh air and have your coffee right there with you. And it's just a great place to get off campus and kind of clear your head <laughs> for studying. Well, on the coffee theme, do you have a favorite coffee order you like when you're studying? Yes, so it's kind of complicated, <laughs> but if I'm going to be going to Starbucks, I usually get a, um, an iced caramel macchiato with coconut milk and extra caramel, so that way uh, I'm not very, a huge fan of coffee, but having those extra sugar and everything kind of cancels that out. But. Yeah, that sounds like a very inspiring study drink for sure. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, sometimes another one of our great teachers in life can be challenges we've overcome or maybe a mistake that we've made that we've learned from. And have you had an experience like that during your time so far at Baylor you'd like to share? Yes. So one time it was 
right before finals, fall semester freshman year, I had forgotten to back up all my important files to on an external drive, and my computer actually crashed. So I lost all my papers and PowerPoints that I needed for that week and all the study guides for finals. So I had to go back and redo all of those. So one thing that I learned from that was to always back up your files, no matter how unimportant it seems or how trivial it seems to back up, but it's very important. So. Oh, mercy. That sounds like a <laughs> tough lesson to learn for sure. It was. <laughs> oh, goodness. But yeah, having it all backed up. That's very important. Yes. What are some organizations that you've gotten involved in so far at Baylor? So last year, or this past sophomore year, I started getting involved with um, Baylor Buddies, mm -hmm. which is an organization that pairs a Baylor student with um, a student in a local elementary or middle school um, in Waco. And it's through the um, CIS program at those schools, which is, um, it is for students that are at risk of dropping out of those schools. And so as um, a member of Baylor Buddies, I mentor a girl who's about to start seventh grade and I meet with her once a week. And it's been really great to be able to pour into her and be a positive support system for her. So that's been really fun. Another organization that I have been in is the Mobius Mathematics Society, which is Baylor's uh, on-campus math club. And I've been involved since spring semester freshman year. And I, through that organization, I have had the opportunity to go to two math conferences and learn about different math um, areas of research and everything and I was actually elected to be treasurer for this upcoming school year so that's pretty fun. <laughs> that's great! And I'm also a member of two uh, honor societies on campus, um, the Alpha Lambda Delta and the National Society of Collegiate Scholars. Great! Well that's exciting it sounds like you are involved in organizations that kind of feed a variety of interest areas for you. <laughs> for sure. Well, speaking of organizations and um, being involved, how do you manage your time? You mentioned the kind of the planning that you set up your schedule at the beginning of this semester. Are there any tools that you use to help manage your time? Yes, so one thing that is really important is to stay on track with your study schedule because mm -hmm. a lot of times it can be hard after a long day and you feel really tired and you just want to take a nap. Um, but sometimes just taking a short break and then getting back to work really helps. Um, one of the ways that I can remind myself to stay on track is I set alarms on my phone um, to remind me to start studying for this subject or do this or go to this event. Um, so having that schedule with a set of reminders on your phone definitely helps out with that for sure. Great. So you set up, sounds like little prompts that help alert you in case you are getting really involved in whatever you're currently working on, you know when to switch to the next subject. That's awesome. Um, thinking back maybe about your first semester at Baylor, and hopefully we have some students who are new to Baylor who are listening to this podcast. 
do you have any words of wisdom you might want to give to your first semester self? Wow, uh, there's a lot of stuff that I would like to tell my first semester self. Um, I would probably say to not be afraid to branch out and to meet new people because Baylor is filled with a great environment with different people from different backgrounds and it's a really great opportunity to meet those people. Um, another thing is to not feel afraid to say no. Um, there are hundreds of different opportunities that are really great that are provided on campus, but when it comes down to it, we're there to get an education. And sometimes we have to say no to small things that come up that could get in the way of our studies. Um, I guess another thing would be to not be afraid to approach the professors for office hours. Those have um, grown to be part of my routine and it has helped a lot with um, being able to understand the material better. Um, another thing is to find your community, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, find that group of friends that you like that is a really great support system for you. It's really helpful to have a good support system with friends um, that can make the transition to college better. Because a lot of times this is our first time away from home. Mm -hmm. And so being able to have those really good quality friends around you will make the transition a lot better. Great. How did you initially start finding that community at Baylor? Well, I was a part of the Baylor and Beyond LLC. Um, my freshman and sophomore years, I lived there. Um, and the community feel there is really great. It's really important to um, be able to connect with the people who live on your hall because you'll be passing them every day. So one thing that I really like doing was just stopping in the hallway to say hi and get to know the person that lives across the hall from you and being able to do that. And also in the different organizations that you're a part of, it's good to make connections there. Um, and I actually have a Lion Camp friend success story. <laughs> my best friend at Baylor, I met her in my Lion Camp small group. So we've been friends for two years and it's been really great to have that connection. Awesome. Well, it sounds like just like you said, not being afraid. It can be a little bit for some people uncomfortable to make that initial outreach to connect with someone new, but just not being afraid to reach out and get to know the people, especially who live around you can be a, a great start for sure. Great. Right. Thank you. Well, in the midst of all of your studying times, taking breaks is a helpful part of the studying process. What are things that you like to do during study breaks? Well, I personally, um, like a lot of other people out there, really love to watch Netflix. So I like to watch TV shows, um, especially ones that are only like 20 minute episodes or mm -hmm. around that time. That way I can take a break and just watch, be able to watch one episode and then get back to it. That way I don't have to be pause in the middle of one and then be stressed out when I'm about that episode when I should be <laughs> studying. Yes. So I also really like to hang out with friends during breaks. Um, a lot of times when we're caught up in studying and trying to focus for an exam, we lose the social aspect of who we are. So it's important to remain social and make uh, keep those connections up and be around people. That way um, we can be able to alleviate stress and yeah. yeah. 
Super. Those all sound like great things. What is a recent Netflix series that you've really enjoyed? I've personally really liked uh, Pretty Little Liars. Uh -huh. <laughs> awesome. Now, I think that's always fun to kind of hear what other people are watching kind of gives new ideas. Um, what resource at Baylor have you found to be the most useful for you? So for me personally, the best resource on campus would have to be the office hours that professors provide. Um, I started going to office hours uh, the beginning of my sophomore year and being able to um, have that available to you is such a blessing because you're able to ask questions to the professor that you might be afraid to ask during class or there's no time to ask during class and it really helps to clear up concepts and you can even ask like further questions like if you're interested in a specific subject that was covered briefly but you want to learn more about it so it's a great opportunity to make connections with your professor and to be able to understand the material better. That's great. I'm glad you've found those opportunities to be useful. Well, I just have one more question and it's kind of thinking about the future, but what are some of your hopes for your life beyond Baylor? Wow. So I'm a big dreamer. <laughs> um, I personally want to move on to get my PhD in mathematics and either be a professor or work for um, some government agency as a mathematician. Wow, that sounds amazing. Yep. And I know I said that that was the last question, but I have thought of a follow-up. But you study, clearly, a lot of math. Do you have any specific strategies that have helped you in your math journey? Um, mm -hmm. Especially maybe you talked about in seventh grade, you kind of had this pivotal shift where you decided you really liked it. What are some things that you've done in your math classes that really have helped you understand the concepts really well? Yeah, so one of the things that I think was pretty pivotal with my um, actually starting to love math was that um, I started doing more practice problems in my spare time. Um, I would make study guides with previous problems um, that I did for homework or that were on quizzes, and I would just repeat those over and over again until the concepts like really set in. So um, being able to um, do that, and also sometimes uh, one thing that helps is if you have a friend or your roommate, um, make a list of the problems and then have the answer key. That way you don't already know what the answer is. Um, you can, uh, that's a great way to review too. Um, and also don't be afraid to ask questions. One of the most important things is if you don't understand a concept, um, feel free to ask. The professors at Baylor are very, very helpful in that way and it's really great to do that. <laughs> Awesome. That's so helpful. Well, I wish you all the best in your future endeavors. It sounds like lots of exciting possibilities. And um, thank you so much for taking the time to visit with us today. Yeah, it was my pleasure. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. 
I really appreciated all that Caroline had to share with us today. I especially liked how she connects with her community in so many different areas of her academic life. She talked about getting to know other people in your classes so you can share your notes with one another to make sure you're getting the full picture of what's being discussed in lecture. Talking about her Living Learning Center and getting to know new people who live on the same hall as you do. Sometimes saying hi to somebody new can be a little bit intimidating, but um, anytime we step out of that comfort zone, I think we'll find that it's worth it and um, great to connect with new people. I also liked how she includes faculty as part of her community. She spends time in office hours and also um, asking questions she has as she has them, so she's clear on the material the first time. I really liked her uh, tips for math that she gave us at the end. I know they were really helpful. Those practice problems really helped, so um, just some good tried and true um, tips that have worked for her, and I hope um, will work for you if you're in a math class this semester. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time when we hear another student success story. Do you have a student success story you'd like to share? Did you start implementing a tip or technique you learned from the podcast and want to tell us more about it? Maybe you have questions or comments about how we can make this podcast better, or is there certain content you would like to hear about? Please let us know by emailing studentsuccessstories at baylor.edu. You can also check out our website where we have more details about the different episodes, and you can find that website at baylor.edu slash SSI slash podcast. Here you can download episodes, subscribe to our iTunes, and see all the show notes from all the episodes we've done. These show notes are great, especially if you've been listening to the episodes on the go and want to find out more about certain resources, tools, strategies, um, some of our guests have mentioned, you'll find all that information right there. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, at Student Success Stories. This is where we share when new episodes are going to be uploaded, when we have more information about tips and techniques that different guests have shared, and also sometimes our guests take over our Insta stories, and those um, stories have been posted to our highlights, so be sure and check those out. They're a great way for you to get a good connection with our guests and see more about how they've been successful as students. Thanks for listening. Our podcast theme song is Run One Down by Dan Leibowitz.